it now more than ever. Look at people's mental health, look at the isolation we've experienced over the last 18 months. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, full disclosure, like I, I have struggled being cut off from friends, colleagues, peers, family. We see the effects that this social isolation has, has taken, the toll that it's taken. And so to me, a live event that's rooted deeply in community, it, ha it has to happen. It just has to happen. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro -fied. Three, two, one. Hello friends, Maestro here. Welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. You thought I was going to say my favorite podcast, decided to switch it up. So here we are. Right off the bat, I've had this guest on for episode 220, so I'm going to kind of skip all the little background stuff and be fully transparent with you. I brought her on to talk about an event that she's hosting that I will also be speaking at that's coming up on October 1st through 3rd in Seattle, Washington. It's called the Ignited Women's Summit. And the tagline, I freaking love this, elevate, expand, and here's the big word, dismantle. She is the founder of The Den. She's the founder of The Wolfpack. She's a strength and conditioning coach. She's doing all the things and had to bring her back because I was like, this thing, people need to know about it. So let's freaking talk about it. Without further ado, welcome back to the show, my good friend, Allison Tenney. Welcome, homie. Pumped to be here. It's always so much fun with you. I just love love our chats, love our convos. Uh, thanks for having me back. You are so welcome, and I couldn't agree more. You know, I I went to look back at the the episode number that you you were on, and when you're on. So, I, you folks listening, uh, and Courtney, thank you in advance. Uh, the episode that Allison was on was my show on the mic number two hundred and twenty. So, this is just about one hundred and one. It is exactly one hundred and one episodes mm -hmm. later. Uh, but that episode dropped on June fifteenth. 2020 and it was pretty much during the the height of or the upright i don't know of all the social unrest and stuff that happened last year mm -hmm. uh, and allison had, had been on my radar before and you know we had interactions before but brought her on to have a different voice speak to those topics that were coming up and it's really cool how our you know our friendship or relationship and has has evolved and grown since then and now to be in this space with you and you know sharing a stage mm. with you I, I, to me i'm like damn it's awesome it speaks to just just so much and i would love it if you would just take the mic now and just how about if you start off talking about this event cuz it 100% ties into all of the things that you spoke about on that first episode. It really does. And it, and the event was really born out of a lot of why that shit happened. Mm -hmm. um, I think in, in the wellness space, so much focus is on just fitness or just strength or just food. And it's really siloed off. And at Ignited Women's Summit, we really want to dig deeper into the whys into the intersections that really affect people's health, their emotional health, their mental health, along with their physical health. And yeah. there's just no better way to connect and deepen relationships than being in person. Like you and I both love social media and Instagram. Like we thrive there. There's nothing oh. like seeing people in person, having hugs, laughing, feeling their energy. Yeah. And so Ignited Women's Summit is the space to have those conversations and not just about physical wellness, but how does our mental health, if you're running a business, if you're a mom, 
all of these intersections of identity, how are they affecting your health? Let's talk about it. So that was really where the event was born out of. And wow, has it really grown and really evolved and changed over the years. Can you tell me a little bit, and maybe let's help the listeners as well, mm-hmm. how do you actually dig into these things? Like from a very like didactic, mm-hmm. logistical perspective, mm-hmm. what does that look like at this event? Totally. I think the the nuance and the difference here is that I don't. Okay. <laughs> for, your, for people who are listening or may not know me as well, I am a white, thin, cisgendered, straight, woman. And a lot of my experiences don't speak to the intersections of identity that other people have, perspectives that other people have. And in mainstream media and a lot of the narratives that we hear are really aimed at like thin, white, privileged women. And so I wanted to expand those conversations. And so I create the space I create the container and I invite other people to bring their own magic. And this is where I think like what's so special about you speaking at the event, Shantae, and like when you talk about the story around the story, uh, let's see, our, you said it was like a year ago in June. So we had like casually gotten to know each other on the gram as one does of course. Right? Like you kind of get somebody's vibe, you appreciate, you enjoy their work, their words. We connected over DMs. We were on a podcast. I was then in your legacy group with you and Jill. We've had dinner in Austin. Like now there's a friendship where I really understand you and your values and who you are and what you're about. And so when I asked someone like you to speak at the event, it's like, well, I love Shantae. I love what she's about. And I think people really connect with you on those levels. So when the the matchup is right with what I want to get out of the summit, I invite the right speakers and let them do their thing. I mean, I think you originally were going to talk about uh, what we called it like Instagram business, right? And then you changed the the name because you wanted to. Like, I don't, you can yeah. talk about whatever you want to talk about because I know who you are and I know the message that you're going to bring because of the person you are. And that's what Ignited is really like the difference to other live that. events. I love that. I mean, number one, that is the mark of a a good leader, a great organizer uh, and someone who has who doesn't have a, uh, who knows where to place their trust issues. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. I don't want to assume that, (laughs) say, who doesn't have trust issues because fuck, I have them. But you know when to trust stuff and when to be skeptical. And when you're in that position and you're like, you know what, this is, I'm going to just let someone come in and and I vetted them. Mm -hmm. We have the connection. I'm going to let them do their thing because that is Mm -hmm. the magic, not me, you know, curating this thing and and having the the reins so tight. What what is the, what does the structure look like, Allison? Because Obviously, there's time for open discussion mm-hmm. as well, where you can just like enjoy each other and get to actually like know other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there like a set? Are there set dialogues, set you know, talks, if you will? Yes. So the agenda for the weekend, Friday, there's going to be an open social, uh, so people can just start mingling, talk, get to know one another, and then Saturday, we will open with a keynote from Chrissy King who is actually writing a book right now on body liberation. And so she will be talking about body liberation on Saturday morning. Um, And then we'll go into a panel discussion. And our MC is Sharon S. Kandani of Wholehearted Coaching. She's going to be leading different panel discussions. um, And she's got some great ideas to be more specific about uh, actual panel-led topics with just a few of you. So you will probably be more on like a business uh, directed type of panel. There's also going to be one on more body image, uh, body love, body liberation, body talk panel discussions. And then we'll have a a final one with everybody kind of Q&A fireside chat style. So anyway, Chrissy will open on Saturday morning with a keynote. We'll go into a panel discussion 
we'll break for lunch. And then in the afternoon, we will go into breakout sessions. And between you and Sage Kiamnu, who runs Future for Us, she's a co-founder, and Dr. Yucheno Sai, UC Logic, who's a sex education and pelvic floor therapist, we have three amazing breakout sessions. Love it. The drawback is you can only pick two out of three. It's about to be some Hunger Games shit in there. Yes. So first come, first serve. I swear I'm going to have to like put a bouncer outside of the breakout sessions. Uh, So we'll do breakout sessions. And the nice thing about the breakout sessions, they're slotted for 90 minutes. Now, whether you take that whole time, like again, the structure is totally up to each speaker. um, If they want PowerPoint, if they want it to be more workshop style, if they want like it's totally up to you, but I've padded in a lot of extra time to give people that transition time to chat, to talk to speakers, to take the time they need energetically to make sure they get what they need out of the event. I love it. And then we'll uh, end the day on Saturday with another panel discussion before we break at four o'clock. Sunday is a little bit shorter day so that we can get people home for the weekend. Um, But we will have another keynote in the morning. Felicia Johnson, who is a uh, all-star track runner. She was an All-American at University of Washington. She ran professionally for Brooks and then uh, recently gave birth to a medically complex daughter, which has really uh, changed her life as you can imagine, in a lot of ways. So Felicia is going to give our keynote on Sunday. We'll go into another breakout session. So that will be the second breakout session. Same sessions, right? So Shante will be running the same breakout session. And then lunch, we'll end with a panel discussion with all of you. That's the weekend. So lots of different types of talks, environments, spaces for people to be in community with one another. Love it. I love it. Has the structure changed since you yeah. – can you tell me a little about Born that? out of necessity, really. The first year we did it uh, was actually at Seattle University. So if you listen to episode 220, I was a soccer coach uh, at Seattle U for almost nine years, um, had the space, uh, had – you know, was able to use stuff there at the college. So I brought in three speakers, and it was just in a big auditorium, and each of them had about – 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, and kind of gave a keynote. And it was just in an evening. Went really well, but got some initial feedback from that first event, made a lot of changes. So then in year two, it was still an evening event, but I brought in more speakers. We had more panel discussion, um, different types of keynotes. And then in year three was when people really were like, we want more time. time Mm. together. We want it to be more intimate. Um, So I introduced the breakout sessions, but it was just a one day event. So uh, everybody showed up and kind of, we packed in so much in one day that I think people were pretty brain dead by the end of the day. Um, It's nice to have that flux space to just decompress yeah. Which is why I've expanded it into Sunday. Gotcha. I was actually going to say, like, so that makes sense, though. It's so tough. Like, you folks listen, and we're going to go into this, and I'm going to give a little soapbox speech, and then we'll go have Allison drop her two pennies on it. But running in-person events is fucking hard. Logistically, monetarily, like, you don't do these things to make money. Mm-hmm. Like, I was actually on a call the other day, this, like, group that I, you know, meet up with sometimes. And we're talking about it. When you do big events like this, any event that has more than like five to 10 people, you're, you don't do it to make money. You do it because it has to exist. Mm-hmm. You do it to get people in the room because you want them all together. You want the experience. This is Allison's, you know, fourth, this is the number four, Allison, mm-hmm. right? So this is Allison's fourth time. I'm telling you, you're, you're not like a millionaire from doing these events. So when you're hearing or having to move all these parts or not having, choosing to move all these parts and choosing to to make things better. It actually kind of ties into the, the the title of the last episode we did, which was, again, my show, we won my 220. Uh, and 
the quote she used was, you know, when you know better, you do better. Or if you want to kind of expand on that, when you know better, you have the opportunity to do better. Mm. And, and Allison has done that each time, taking the, the, the information and the feedback and continues to do this because the conversations need to happen. The event needs to happen. The space needs to be held so that you, you can do this. I would love, Allison, if you kind of spoke to that even a little bit more of, like, I know you're not doing this to become a millionaire. That, that's not how it fucking works. Why do you keep this is hard, especially right now. And we will talk about the the, the things you're doing for you know Rona. Mm. This is a really fucking tough time to be doing this. Mm. And you are doing it and pushing ahead. And we need Why? it now more than ever. Look at people's mental health. Look at the isolation that we've experienced over the last 18 months. I mean, I don't know about you, but like full disclosure, like I – I have struggled being cut off from friends, colleagues, peers, family. We see the effects that this social isolation has has taken, the toll that it's taken. And so to me, a live event that's rooted deeply in community is it ha- it has to happen. It just has to happen. Um And what's interesting, and I think what really sets Ignited apart, the way that I frame it and the intention behind it is about community care. It is about changing these narratives that are destructive. We talk about dismantling those narratives, but Ignited is also about filling it those narratives, filling those gaps for people. I think so often we go to live events like, how is this going to help me? Who am I going to meet? How am I going to make six figures? Are they going to give me the strategy? How are they going to solve my problems? And I see this like generally, whether you're signing up for a fitness program, signing up with a business coach, this model of like, how can you help me And then when it doesn't, it's like, well, that didn't work. That coach wasn't good. That event wasn't good. It's this very extrinsic reward type of structure. And that's not how Ignited works. My expectation of attendees when they come is to be a contribution. I'm not there to like, well, I don't even speak. I hold the space and I bring the speakers in. They're not there to like solve your problems. They're there to maybe add more context, give you different perspective, show you that you had those answers, that wisdom, that knowledge, the power all along. And I think that's the big difference is that our attendees show up and they're asked to contribute. I like that. I like that and i love that you i'm just writing on my little board over here i love that you put in that word again so when i was like allison said earlier we worked together in legacy and when i was reading over the website looking at the copy i was just like that's a big word you chose and using dismantle mm-hmm. like that's a big word mm-hmm. uh, and allison is very careful with the word she chose and so i love that she's brought it up again and taking a step for taking it a step further so i was uh Swiping through uh, Dr. J Pop's, um, Dr. J Pop's, uh, what am I trying to say? Stories. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck is it called? Dr. J Pop's stories the other day. Uh, you folks listening, uh, Courtney, if you could, if you could link actually two episodes for me, Courtney. The number one is Uchenna's episode, oh, yeah. which I think was 224. It was right around the time Allison came on, and also uh, Dr. J Pop's. I think she, actually Dr. J Pop has two episodes on here, but was scrolling through her stories and she had reshared, reposted something from someone else. And it was about this concept of dismantling and how, when, you know how they have some of those things they call like smash rooms or like angry mm-hmm. rooms. You just go and like break shit. Mm-hmm. And there's like so much catharsis in that mm-hmm. because you're not worried about putting it back together. Mm-hmm. You're just like, just break it. Mm-hmm. Like release your energy. You ain't going to do that at home because you're like, who's cleaning this? <laughs> I'm not there's a void here now and I have to do more work immediately now. And so when we use this word dismantle in this kind of social justice context, there is energy behind it and fuel behind it. But that is only part of the narrative. Mm-hmm. You have to build something back up. Then. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be discussion around that. And there needs to be space held for that. And there needs to be uh, awareness brought to the fact that that requires energy. Mm-hmm. 
right? And ownership, responsibility. So I love what you just said there in that you use this word dismantle, but in the same sentence, in the same breath, you're like, but you come in to do work mm -hmm. and fill this space. You're going to get your cup filled, but also we're going to ask you what next, what can you do? You know, open your eyes to some certain, to certain things and also give you this, the support and, and the community because we're all in the same room. I love how you just phrased that else. Yeah. I love it. And I think that's, that's the shift that I want to see in how we're looking at community, not how can all these other people help me, yes. um, but how can I be a contribution? It's much more reciprocal relationship when it's not, I, I like to say it's not give and take, it's give and be able to receive. And yeah. that's something that I'm still working on and receiving help, asking for help. That is hard. I hate Amen. it. <laughs> Amen. Allison, question for mm -hmm. you. You've been running this thing. Mm -hmm. Have you seen things change? And I'm going to leave it intentionally broad like that mm -hmm. because it can be changed within the people that are attending, the discussions that are being had, things that are happening around, you know, in society. Have things changed? Gosh, that is feels like a heavy question, um, but I always like to really lean into the and, and yeah. both always. I think mm -hmm. there's always things that need to be brought to light before we can actually deal with them and lean into them. And so, yes, I know I have changed because of the work that I've done intentionally on myself in communities that are offline, that are in person, where I get the support I need to have the conversations necessary to then be able to go into a space and host an event like Ignited. Um, yeah. You know, we're not just talking about muscles and periodization, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. it's not about joint mobility. This shit affects people's lives deeply. And so I have to be willing to do that work. And I think the the change is slow and it's boring and it's methodical, but isn't that like anything else Everything. worth doing? <laughs> yeah. Like welcome to sports, welcome to strength training, welcome to like chopping wood and carrying water and the actual change that has to happen. It's not like you're going to come to ignite it and like poof, you're cured. Like this is really, Ignited is a spark. It's a spark to ignite maybe your own heart, your own soul, something in your family, something in your business. Like I don't know what that spark is, but it has to start. And so yeah. for me, it started, you know, 2016, um, a little bit before then, these types of conversations, this type of learning. Believe me, I've had some very hard conversations. They're very uncomfortable. I fuck them up, mess up, misstep, but it's that internal work that allows me to learn, clean it up, um, go to therapy. Yeah, it's a big one. So I think in terms of like, is there change happening? I see it in myself and I see people return to the event and I see people that come into my own life and my own business. Uh, what, what do you say, Shanti? Like you attract, you attract what you, you are. are. Yeah. What you put out for sure. Uh, you know, if you're not walking the walk and you're willing sure. to do that work and uh, it get like, when we talk about like the work, I'm not just reading books over here and listening to podcasts, like people listening to your pod, like that's a great start. Um, but when I talk about intentional community and like a lot of work that a lot of that happens for me offline. Um, so yeah. I think people that are committed to that type of change, those are the change makers. Those are the people that come to ignited, speak at ignited are interested in this type of event because they understand how deeply impactful that work is. And you want to be surrounded by other people that are lit up by that deep impact and that type of change. That's it. I love that. I love the both hand narrative there mm -hmm. uh, and highlighting of that. And 
you know, and also that you tied it back into what may be um, common ground for a lot of people and familiar ground, which is just something simple as movement. Mm. Um, and that small change leads to big change yes. and small change is required for big change. And small change is the way, the most sustainable way uh, and the, the long lasting way for change. It's super, super important. I want to circle back a little bit. And when you say the work and kind of just listening mm. into the, what you were just talking mm -hmm. about, if someone listening to this mm -hmm. is hearing it and they're just like, because I think you're going to have different demographics. And while we talk about niching, we talk about, you know, avatar and things like that. And when you, you we try to, you know, appeal to everyone, you miss your opportunity to be mm -hmm. remarkable for someone. Mm -hmm. But for those people that are maybe on the fence a little bit, because they're just like, this is going to be too heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts around that? And I don't even, I don't, if I don't need words yeah, of like, no, it's not. Uh, I, don't know it's, no, you're not gonna anyway, I totally but. understand what you mean. Ignited is not, it's not like an anti-racism event. <laughs> Again, it's like this nuanced thing where I bring in speakers that are experts at their craft. Nobody comes to speak. I, I it's, Nobody's speaking on anti-racism. Nobody's speaking mm -hmm. on sexism. Nobody's speaking on misogyny, right? Mm -hmm. But the story around the story, the edges of those things are deeply rooted in dismantling those oppressive systems. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Chrissy King is will talk about white supremacy, but she's an expert on body liberation. And so if we can connect how we see our own bodies to dismantle oppressive systems, we all have access to liberation. If we can listen to Shantae talk about creating your own joy and how you do that in your own life, well, aren't we dismantling more oppressive systems that tell us you're not enough? Like, mm -hmm. are you going to be talking about those? I don't, I don't know, have at it. But nobody there is coming to speak on like, those specific systems, even though we're dismantling them. Is that? I love that. Okay. I love that. That is so well explained. Um, so well explained. And that helps me too. I haven't had anyone, you know, come out and say that to me and be like, is this like, am I going to get yelled at there? Like no one has said that, but fuck shame. You know, here's the thing. Exactly. I have been yelled at. I have been <laughs> yelled at. I, I have been yelled at. I have been shamed. I've been in courses that are like, fuck you, white women. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. It's, that's a, a lot. it's intense. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, that's a lot. you know, just speaking from my own experience, it put me in a re really dark place, put me yeah. in a hole for a good year, took a lot of therapy to get out of. Fear and shame do not lead to liberation. No. They just don't. So it's, again, working out of that space, I'll be damned if I am bringing anybody in that is not have core values of something around joy, compassion, mm -hmm. integrity, those types of things. Because when you're rooted in compassion and abundance and joy, the changes are so much easier yes. than me telling you yes. who you are, your identity as white or female or trans or queer, we don't need more oppression. Oppression and fear and shame don't get us where we want to go. No. So how can we create new possibilities? We bring in people that might point out the oppression, that might give you a different texture to it. But the invitation has to be there for you to walk through the door. And if on the other side of that door is liberation and freedom and joy and compassion, people are going to sprint through it. Now, not like technically, because it does take years of a lot of hard work. But I just don't want people starting that work off 
in the same way that I did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's oh, like my sure. own pain and my own my own triggers that show up at Ignited. And I'm very intentional, very intentional because I'm very passionate about this work. It will change the world. It has to. And it cannot be rooted in fear and shame. I love it. I love it. Just I'm all about the – the story around the story, you know, it's like my favorite fucking thing to say. Mm -hmm. And some of the magic I think that's going to, that happens and what Allison is saying here is that you can learn so much simply by hearing the same topic spoken about mm. by someone with a different lived experience mm. or at least someone with a different lived experience than you or someone with a different lived experience than what mainstream typically presents. So I know for a fact that the majority of you listening to this podcast at some point in time, because we've all gone to PT conferences or, you know, strength conditioning conferences and shit like that. I know for a fact that the majority of you listening to this have at some point in time been like, dude, this panel is all white men. Mm. What the fuck? Mm. All right. I know even as men, you listen to this, you've seen that and you thought it's been brought to your attention. I know it. So I'm not here to shit on that. That's that's that. It's a both and cool that existed. All right. But because of that, you get one narrative all the time. Mm -hmm. No matter what it's being whatever it's being talked about, because it's the same, you know, people with very similar, you know, walks, you know, whether they walk this this world. So just to even have the same topic, even if the things that were being discussed were were periodization. We're not talking about that, <laughs> thankfully, because I don't give a fuck. At least I'm not gonna be talking about that. But if that was to be the discussion. Guess what? It would be different if you hear if you heard from a group of you know, a panel that looked different than that group of all white men. So just the fact that this who the speakers are and what their lived experiences are, and just hearing it, having that stuff brought to your attention, now opens your eyes to something. And I love the word that Allison used there was spark. It's like she said, it's a weekend. You're not going to like radically overhaul everything in your whole life and be like, I've seen the light. It's different for everything. But just to open your eyes to things mm -hmm. and do it in a, in, a, in a space that's not rooted in shame and fear and guilt, fuck yeah. Like that is huge. And I've seen so many people walk away with friendships, collaborations, yes. and people that they know they can turn to when they're like, oh, this thing is coming up. It keeps mm -hmm. coming up and I'm a little unsure of it. What do I do? Even just around like the conversation uh, that I know happens a lot online for those of us that are entrepreneurs or run businesses, like how do I price shit? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah. you start talking about accessibility and that becomes a very hot topic. Like those are the types of considerations um, that we'll get into at Ignited. I love this. I freaking love this. And I love, I think that's what we're going to use for the teaser is when you said a little bit earlier, kind of around the, I've written down around the 14 minute mark, uh, speaking about that it's needed now more than ever. Mm. And you touched on the fact that like, there's a lot of, um, you know, coming out of, we're not even coming out of COVID. I don't know what's happening right now with COVID, to be honest, but coming out of 2020 and well into 2021 and this isolation, that's like been a really, really big thing. Mm. Uh, and I think I'll take it a step further and continue with this both and narrative of people are more fucking ready mm. than ever. Mm -hmm. I, I really valued and valued 2020 and looking at my audience and where they were at and what happened to people because it slammed on the brakes and suddenly people had a moment because they were forced to slow down and they were like, do I want this? Is this okay? Do I want my life to look like this? Do I want, you know, in so many facets, it doesn't just about race. It was literally about everything. Mm -hmm. Do I want this for my journey? Mm -hmm. right? the, the, those of us that had the privilege of actually like slowing down and like weren't still going to work and doing all these things. Like people think stuff, they're cha it changed. So coming out of that and now having the ability to have an event like this where you can just get in a space and like talk to other people about mm -hmm. this and be reminded about things and ask yourself these questions and actually be given some tools and ask some questions of like, okay, well, like, what are you going to do about it? 
because I did, I really do think, I don't think, I know it put, it forced people to pause and think about stuff. And then I asked them again one year later. So when everything, you know, shut down, I sent out an email to my, my newsletter and I asked people, what do you not want to see come back? There's a lot of negative, the double negative words in there and it was a little confusing, but they, they understood what I was mm-hmm. saying. Like, what do you not want to see come back? This is one month after things shut down. And I got like 180 responses and people knew. They're like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And then one year later, mm-hmm. I asked them again because things were starting to open up again. And I was like, how much of this have you let creep back in? Because we slid back into familiarity and familiarity is safe. It's easy. Despite the fact that you told me, you wrote it down, you don't want this. So you get to go into a space now and maybe make some friends. It'll be like, let's hold each other accountable for this because people are ready. I know you listening to this. Mm. You are ready. And it's not just about racial stuff. If that's like not your, your thing, okay, that's fine. I've said it a million times. Like that's never been my struggle to champion my my story journey to champion like it's it's not mine but i will be supportive of other other people so if that's not your thing okay there's still still tied into so much of this of like you know that over culture uh and things being rooted in fear and shame and oppression you told me you didn't want it and here's an opportunity to get some some tactical things and and form some friendships around actually doing something if you can't tell folks i'm fucking stoked to go to this event because it doesn't, I haven't really seen it exist. So I think too, like one of the, a lot of the feedback is almost like, I'm just nervous to show up at an event, like traveling by myself and getting a roommate and not really knowing anybody. One of the things again, intentionality around every single piece of the event, um, that I want to assure people of. I love the um, analogy that Glennon Doyle uses, how she talks about um, like, usually you see like circles of women that are are talking and they feel very like closed off. She always talks about creating horseshoes. And I love that analogy of like always leaving space for people to join, for people to be included. And that is a great analogy for how Ignited is very much set up. Um, like even when you check in, we have buttons that you choose where it's like a wave, a handshake or a hug because mm-hmm. personal bound, I'm a hugger. Like I'm coming mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. like, like a spider monkey, all of you, you get like, I'm a hugger. Right. And so I think trying to read those cues can be difficult. So we have buttons, body autonomy, like we're, pr- we're practicing consent, there's a what we're calling a quiet room. If you're a uh, you know a mother who needs to pump or feed your child, or you just need some like chill time, because if you're not extroverted like me, like pulling energy from everybody, I know Shantae is probably the same way. Um, you need some time away from all of us extroverts. So there's a quiet room where there's no talking. You can journal. You can step away. Um, having spaces like that where we can meet people's energetic needs, their spatial needs, um, those types of things are also sprinkled in to the event that I think makes it more comfortable when people do show up. I love it. This is an opportunity for more you. Folks listening, I actually would love the quiet room. (laughs) Like I recharge like Crazy. That's what I do. I mean, people listen and they're like, no way. And I'm like, I know how to read a room. I know how to work a room. I know how to talk to people. I know, you know, how to to really listen to people and hear them and see them. But that shit is draining. Mm-hmm. So to have these spaces that Allison has so intentionally created, it allows for more you. And there's no shame or guilt. or like, you're in the room? Man, you're weak. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like, is this here? And use what you need and so that you can show up in the way that, that really you know, brings you fully to, to the space. I will also challenge you because this is how I, this is how I coach as well. You listening to this, I will also challenge you because yeah, there is some, some, some fear and some scariness around like go to event yourself or travel on your own. Be scared, but do it anyway. Mm -hmm. That's my challenge Mm -hmm. directly. Like I, I remember the first event that I went to by myself when I was first investing in my business business. Uh, I went to 
uh, convert kits, um, craft and craft and commerce event. Hmm. And I was like, we just going to figure it out. Like, <laughs> you know, for me, like, yes, do I have some inherent privilege because of, you know, how I am and I talk to people and things like that? Yes. But guess what? It's still like, there's that, like, oh, what is this going to be like? That uncertainty. I've met phenomenal people mm-hmm. from it. I actually, I got a podcast coming up after this podcast episode. I'm recording with Claire Pelletro on her podcast after this. And I met her at mm-hmm. the event, sat next to her just by chance. Yeah. Uh, and we're still friends to this day. I, yes, these things can be scary. There's nothing that that Allison can can do mm-hmm. that's definitively, definitely going to make it a safe space for you, right? Because all that Allison can do is make a safe space for her. I, I don't because we don't know what your safe safety needs mm-hmm. are, but you can read what she's done, the intentionality that she's bringing to it, and then you can trust in yourself and be scared, but do it anyway. Because I'd love to see you there. Love to see you there. I would love to see them there as well. Inter- how do Internet they, friends how do in they real life. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the best friends. I like, you know what? Uh, back it up a second. I love that you said internet friends. Uh, and then like, I would love to kind of take that into like internet friends, becoming in-person yes. friends. Because I will say, and Allison knows this as well, because she loves some fucking Instagram mm-hmm. as well. Internet is also real. All right. I'm, I've been trying to craft a post about it and I can't find the words yet. And so that's kind of my brain works. I sit with it on my whiteboard for like three weeks. But like, we need to all... And not really you and me, because we don't do this anymore, but stop pretending that it's not, that internet is like fake. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's people out there that do fake shit, but internet's still real. Internet life is still real. And the people you made, like the my closest friends, mm. you know, so many, I've met them through, through the internet. And so I, I know that people are coming. They've hit me up uh, in the DMs and it's like, I'm stoked mm. to meet you. By the way, if you do meet me, when you meet me or just in general, please use your Instagram name, your handle at some point in that conversation. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going to have people write it on their name yeah. tag. Because I know that mm-hmm. the pictures are so small. Mm-hmm. I can't always see still. It's like, use your use internet name. How do they sign up, Allison? Where do they go? What do they got to do? They go either to the link in my bio on Instagram at Allison Tenney. There's also an Ignited Women Summit Instagram. The website, ignitedwomensummit.com, has all of the information, speaker bios, agenda, tickets. Tickets are on sale now until late September. We're going to try and close that about a week before. Love it. Make moves. Mm -hmm. Make the moves. You told me earlier you got a present for the folks listening. What's that? I do. I have a discount code for all of you that are listening to this podcast. For $100 off your ticket, type in the code maestro100, the number 100. So Maestro 100. When you go to the ticket page, there's a little blue promo code up in the left-hand corner. Type that in. That'll give you 100 monies off your ticket. Dude. Fucking yeah. That's awesome. Let's go. Uh, I feel like I meant to start the episode off with this, but then I got excited because it's me and I forgot. What's the Rona policy? I know you're doing a bunch with this. I am. So we updated our policy. We are requiring vaccines for everybody there. So when you show up, actually, when you buy your ticket, um, you have to check that you have been fully vaccinated and we'll provide proof. And when I say proof, uh, I've got my vaccine card in my wallet. That works. If you want to take a screenshot of your vaccine card, I think Canadians have some like digital something. Just pull up something that shows that you're fully vaccinated. That will work. But we are requiring vaccines, just trying to keep people safe. And we're keeping a close eye on CDC guidelines, particularly within Washington state. If we are required to mask up, uh, we will do that. Otherwise, we really encourage people to do what makes them feel most comfortable. I love that. I love that. I love that the event is still going on. (sighs) Let's be real, people. Like, do number one, what makes you feel safe. Mm. And if you feel safe going out and going to this event, fucking go. We need to push things forward. If you don't feel safe, by all means, don't go. Mm-hmm. Zero fucking judgment, literally. But for those of you listening to this that are like, yeah, I'm ready. 
let me see you there. Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's see my computer's being all loud. Let me see you there. Let's push things forward. I said it when we were going, we were just starting out in the thick of things. It seems so long ago, mm-hmm. but it like really wasn't. But the only way out is through. Mm-hmm. And the only way through is together. So if you are feeling that you're ready to keep moving through it, getting out of this and you're ready to do it together, let me fucking see you there. There's just, I really think we're going to use that for the teaser, the, the, what you said earlier, of just like, how's the time, man? This stuff needs to happen just because we're ready. We are ready for it. Yeah. It is prime. It's like, yeah, like that dry ass brush. It's ready for the spark. It really is. And I was talking to one of the speakers the other day and you can only, we can only do what we can do, right? Uh, Vaccinate, wear a mask, keep one another safe as possible. Um, And I, as my personal choice for now, unless, you know, things drastically change, I want joy. I want friends. Yes. I want hugs. Um, I'm not going to ignore what's going on in the world. And it's not going away right now. And I've done everything I with that is humanly possible to be safe. So here we are. Here we are. We're That's moving it. forward. It's going to be incredible. And I want incredible people there. And I know everybody that listens and that is in Shantae's spaces and circles are incredible. Because what's funny, like, so now we're going to like really circle back around, like story around the story with like uh, us working together, creating a friendship and really now I have den members in my online strength training program that are also in the mafia. And like, there's so much crossover between our communities. Like it, it makes me so happy when I see pictures of the mafia online. I'm like, Oh, there's my five den members. Like fucking dope. Right. Right? (laughs) It's amazing. Right. And that like, that is what ignited is. Can I tell you like how, reciprocal, like, let me support your business. Oh, I can't come to the event. Let me sponsor a ticket. Oh, I need a strength. I need a pre and postnatal coach. Well, I'm not one, but I know somebody who was that like, it's, mm-hmm. we rise yeah. together. And even if you're not going to make like your perfect launch plan the week after Ignited Women's Summit, <laughs> I'm telling you the collaborations and the friendships and the relationships with your colleagues, your peers, and people that get it. They get you. It just, it's such a ripple. It's such a beautiful ripple effect. That's it. That is it. I'm stoked for this. I'm in. I'm ready to do the shit. Like, yeah, I'm stoked to listen. I'm stoked to, this is one of the coolest things about community, right? Uh, Alice and I have spoken, have spoken about this before, and I first got this better definition from uh, Lauren Caselli. I don't remember what episode it was, but Courtney will, and we'll link that in the show notes. Uh, but she spoke about community, and you know, community is often sold as a deliverable mm-hmm. for online uh, services mm-hmm. and products. So like, and it has a great Facebook community. <laughs> and I mostly don't even know what the fuck that means. But in reality, a true community is not simply a group that you learn with. It's a group that you learn from Mm. so there's a very big difference between being like well we all attend the same zoom meeting so this is community Mm. Uh, there's a start as part of it you have that shared experience but true community we start to see that when you learn from each other you gain resources from each other and that is what we have magical here i'm telling like when i talk about I, re- I require people to show up and be a contribution. Like, speak, you, you're amazing, Shantae. My speakers are amazing. And I know that you all are the draw. I get to see the attendee list. And let yes. me tell you, I get freaking hype. When I see the yes. attendee list, I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be so much fun. I wish I could share yes. the attendee list. It's just That's as amazing. It. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Tell That's you. what we want such a treat love it i love it you folks listening again you want to check it out all the things are in the show notes signing up for uh, getting your tickets if you have any concerns 
if they want to reach out to you directly, yes. Allison, any concerns they may have, anything like that, yes. uh, how can they do that? They can honestly. I'm living my best life as we both are on the gram. Send me a DM. Send me a DM. Ask. I'm a big proponent. Ask for what you need. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Reach out. That's huge. That. Look at that. That's a very, uh, you're already fucking learning things. You're reaching out before the event even starts and asking for what you need. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is, that's big. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can reach out to Allison at Allison Tenney. That's her, her Instagram handle. We will link that. Uh, Courtney, because she's the best, we'll link that in the show notes. The website is on there. Remember, please remember, because it drives me crazy when people don't, use the code that she just gave you, <laughs> Maestro100. Uh, everything's capitalized there, M-A-E-S-T-R-O, and the number 100. Save yourself some monies. Uh, remember, the event, circling back, I said it very, in the very beginning. It's October 1st through 3rd. It's in Seattle, Washington. Like Allison said, you can go to the website, see all the speakers, the lineup, the, the uh, itinerary, all that good stuff. Allison, is there anything else you want to leave the people with, talk about, remind the people about, say about the event? plug anything it has all been said just how much i appreciate you i'm excited to attend your breakout session and hope i get to see all of your wonderful listeners and people that are connected to you at the summit that's awesome i again Allison, super honored to be speaking there and especially being seen in seeing the being seen in the way that I want to be seen. 2020 was a, a hard pivot for me. Mm-hmm. When I say hard, not difficult, but actually a hard pivot. I was like, fuck this movement and hip flexors. I don't really care. Don't talk about that anymore. Uh, and wanting to be asked, you know, to, and working to be asked to be, to speak in this capacity and not just speak about hip flexors mm-hmm. or anything like that or tape, which are great things, mm-hmm. but not what my passion mm-hmm. is. Uh, so thank you for giving me a mic and, and seeing me as I want to be seen. I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking fire. You folks listening to this, thank you. I know you could be doing anything and you chose to listen to us. And for that, I am endlessly, we're both endlessly, endlessly appreciative. I would love to see you there. Remember, introduce yourself with your Instagram name because that's the one I probably know. All the links, all the information is in the show notes. I'm not going to ask for any likes or subscriptions or anything like that or reviews. If you want to leave them, awesome. My call to action today is if this resonated with you, if you got someone in mind that maybe you'd like to go with, if you got someone in mind that maybe you think this would be a really good fit for, share it with them. Remember, the only way out is through and the only way through is together. All right, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, Allison Denny and Maestro, 